The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Um, I come to you from a hotel room in Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, exactly. Um, I, I I put it on I put it on Twitter yesterday. Um, got a very overwhelming, you know, reaction from from Saints Twitter. Uh, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all you know we're a close knit, close knit group of people, a uh, very small community, camaraderie, and all that. So. Uh, you know, I, I did put it in on the internet that my mom passed away. She lost her battle to ALS uh, yesterday morning, and we we gonna talk about we gonna talk about football. We gonna talk about the Saints, even though, um, <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't I don't know what's I don't know what's hard to talk about right now. <laughs> being <laughs> being honest, but um, the reason I'm bringing it up on the on the show first, I want to say. Thank you. Like I, I got a hundred plus replies to that tweet for probably the, 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 the most replies I've ever gotten to any tweet I've ever tweeted um, since I've been on Twitter, 10 plus years, whatever it's been. Um, and just truly, you know, I just want to say thank you for everyone who reached out, um, passed their condolences and, and people who DM'd me, um, people who tech, you know, who had my number, they, they hit me up, they sent me a text message. Um, that's that's what it's all about. Like, it's 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 fun. It's football and sports in general is fun because it brings us together. Like, you know, during games, there's highs and lows. But I've I said it, I've said it before, especially about Saints Twitter, and I'll and I'll you know. And, Saints Twitter to into a, a bigger degree, just Twitter, maybe like social media in general, um, and just how it's it has it can put people in your life and put a group of people in your life that you without the internet without social media you would have no idea about them. Um, right. They're in your life for a reason. So, for from the bottom of my heart, from from me and from my family who who don't even know what the you know what what a tweet is. Uh, <laughs> I truly appreciate it. Uh, truly appreciate the love. It's tough. Um, anyone who's listening to this, who's lost a parent, there, there's, there's no feeling like this. There's no, there's, there's no feeling like it. It's the worst feeling in the world. Um, but we, we, we wake up and we, we face the day and 
Yeah. Glory to God to, to see another day. So that said, um, we got we got to talk about that. Uh, you know, I I tweeted it and then I made I made a joke. So the Saints Bills. So the last night I spent with my mom was was Thanksgiving night. Um, we had a pretty good day together. You know, better some better people were coming to the house bringing plates. Like the whole community, bruh. Like that just just beautiful. You know, yeah. not not even asking. Just brought brought plates. To the yep. house. This is before she passed. Um, I fed her, and the Saints game came on. It was at seven ten or seven twenty Central Time, and she had fallen asleep. And she woke. She like she wakes up, and she sees the Quan interception, right? And she goes. <laughs> and she goes. She goes. They making. They making all that noise and celebrating all that hard, and, and they don't like at that point. Like they like they had even scored a touchdown or some shit. <laughs> and then, you know, she stays up a little bit longer. She sees the Saints' offense, um, just being just fucking awful. And I tweeted and I said, I think I think at that point, bro, she's like, you know what, <laughs> Lord, I'm ready. <laughs> Take me now, bro. Take me now. I'm done. I've, I've seen enough. I've seen, seen, seen enough, bro. She has seen enough. Um. So we'll, we're going to touch briefly on the Bills game. You tweeted it, and it was such a fucking great tweet just in regards to, like, this is for sure the lowest point that there's been in the champagne era. It's not, yes. it's not, it's not close. Not close, football, especially football wise. Like, then there's Bounty Gate, those were low, but that wasn't like on the field football shit. That was outside shit. But like football, what's happening on the football field? The lowest, bro. The lowest. Okay. It is like, like, at least those seven and nine seasons, like, we had Drew and like the offense, like, would be yeah. entertaining. It's- it was like, well, we just got to fix the defense. That's all it was. We just got to get that defense rolling. This is like, where the fuck are we? Who are we? Who are we right now? You know? Um, there there are a lot of things that stood out to me in that Bills game. Um, and just just for anyone who's listening, you know, I, I know I had tweeted, like, t- you know, to be determined when, you know, Saints Pod episodes, you know, are going to come back or when we're going to do it. Like, at the end of the day, the best, the best heal, the best medication for grief is laughter, man. And uh-huh. and you know, ever since my mom, my mom passed away yesterday morning. You know, been been laughing. You know, Saint stuff with you know family stuff. You know, we, I got I got to laugh. So I said, you know what, I'm in grief. I'm in mourning. I'm in pain. But these niggas go. Always keep me fucking entertained. Always, bro. I had to hit Ryan up. I said, "Let's go, man. Like, let's let's let's, let's do this thing." Um. So, a couple of things stood out to me. I'm, I'm gonna go fast, fast points, and then we could just have a, a state of the Saints conversation. One, you know, I, I was I was I was into the semen demon, bro. He, now he Trevor Ed. Trevor yeah. can't get it up, bro. Like I can't get it up, bro. Some blue chew, some <laughs> no. 
We gotta get it going, man. It's it's, it's looking limp. <laughs> You ever had it where like you want to and it's just like working and then like it's like she looks at you like is it is it in and you try to like you try to like hit it against, against like, the do, that little, do that little slap come on now get up you put it in trying to just get it get it a little maybe it's going you know maybe that juice the engine up a little bit uh-uh no, it's just not there. It's not, it's not, not there, bro. Not, not there. <laughs> That's the Saints offense as a whole. One. Um, I I felt that the one lone bright spot, and I think the analogy I made, I made this, I made it on in our Discord. I made it on Twitter. Right now, this Saints team reminds me of the Mitchell Trubisky Bears team. Mm-hmm. The first, like the first two seasons of Mitch's career, uh-huh. I think that Bears defense was in totality better than the Saints defense because that Bears defense was ferocious, bro. Like, uh-huh. um, but that defense was good enough to if the Bear if the Bears offense had any competent quarterback play, like that defense was oh, good yeah. enough to, to get them to the Super Bowl, at least Absolutely. NFC Championship game. Absolutely, and I think that this team mirrors those teams in a lot of ways obviously i'm not putting it all on trevor ed um just the, the bro when i saw the bills injury report <laughs> man i said if you don't get the fuck out my face with this bull, i had i had no confidence in this game like some people <laughs> were like oh well watch this is one of them games the saints are gonna pull it out i'm like there's a like, you know, there like with football, there is something more than talent that has to take place to win a game. Like there's smarts, there's crit. Like I know it overdue Patrick Claiborne hates some of this stuff, but there is some of that extra that goes into winning. There is that want to. Like I want to win. I want to win more than them. There is that. But at the same time, there's a certain level of talent that has to be there. And with all with our injury report, and you look at the talent that's on the field on offense, I was just like, that's not a that's not an NFL caliber offense. Right? Bro, that's a, that's an XFL team. That's an XFL team. It's just not good, bro. It's not good, man. I was trying. I was sitting there trying to think, is that the thirty second offense? Yeah. Like on the field, on the field. I'm just talking about on the field. Is that the thirty second offense on the field? Like, are they better than the Lions? I'm like, damn, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift better than Tony, <laughs> Tony Jones Jr., bro. I mean, at least the Lions got TJ Hackey sack, bro. Yeah, like, got TJ Hack, you know what I'm saying? They got, got a beast tight end, you know. I mean, golf is trash, but I mean, I, I guess he's better than Trevor Simeon, I guess. So here, here's where it gets interesting. I feel, okay, so a long, long, a, a bright, bright long spot or lone bright spot uh big creep season had a great game um Mm -hmm. defense played tough tough as they could i i thought that the game would be closer just because i will never trust josh allen bro i I don't there's just something when i've watched him for even when he's improved i just i i just there's I, i keep myself reserved and that's why i just don't i don't trust the bills at no point, 
like in the first half. And I get like the Bills were better talent wise, but I didn't feel like I was like, are they that good though? Like I know they they supposed no, no. to be, but like are right. they that good? I don't know. Um, it wasn't it wasn't domination. No, it was not. Um, but that all goes to the Saints defense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It all goes to oh. the Saints defense. Great. Can we talk? Can we talk about bro? We need to have a conversation about Marshawn, bro. We gotta we gotta break it up. I don't have a problem with Marshawn, bro. I really don't. Like I like. He has he has some issues, and it I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if his if it's him just having an understanding of leverage points and how to win versus certain types of receivers. But it's like you know that that touchdown. Oh, that was a filthy uh, route. There's no, there's nothing he could have done about that. Nothing he could do. Like nothing. there was nothing. He, but he lost, and it, when he when he lined up, he lost. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to, you got to attack that. Like you can't, you know, try to press that. You just can't, man. And that's been one of his issues all season. You know, not mentioning, you know, his stuff. You know, with the, the like the short routes, the ones where they, you know, they kind of slant and, you know, run away from him and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, he, you know, he needs to figure that out. You know, because hey, he's been on the back end of some touchdowns, bro. You know, I don't mind yards. You know, giving up some yards or some catches or whatever, but you know, touchdowns, man, you got to be, you got to shut that down. You, you got to. Um, but we got so one of the most, and I, I know there's injuries kind of around, you know, across the board. I get all that. Um, but one of the most disappointing things in the in the in the Bills game was. The it was like did did we practice like did the offensive line practice at all? It didn't look like it. They weren't prepared. It, it was it, it reminded me kind of of the the Panthers game a little bit, but like they weren't blitzing. Like they things was just it was just off, just off, man, off. And then you have the thing That's where come all right, come on now, come on, it's coaching man, straight up. Like I don't. No, that's the offensive line coach or Sean Payton or whatever, but that's coaching. Like, period. That fourth and two where, like, McCoy snaps the ball. I don't know if Simeon was ready. And, like, Teron don't – like, Teron doesn't block. And I, I, I know some of – I know some of Simeon's sacks are just how far he drifts back in the pocket. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Teron has, has had some snaps this year where I'm just like yeah. – Nah, bro, he hadn't been A one. That's for sure. Yeah, and he he always gonna miss like four games a season. I, I, like, where you I, value that? How you value that? I, I've I've said I've said this all season, bro. I said I don't think there's a way that they can bring him back next season. I don't think so. I if it was me, if I was in the front office, I get it. Like they were kind of winning and things at the time, but if it was me, like I would have called up some teams. At the trade deadline and say, wait, what? What can I get for him? What, what you gonna? What you gonna take? What you gonna? What you yeah. gonna take? Yeah. But we'll see how that plays out. But that was something that just stood out to me. Like the offensive line just felt out of sync. The 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 fake punt. Understood the decision behind it, but the execution and just <laughs> terrible. Like, come on now, come on now. And the biggest it's, thing is confusing. It's confusing. It is. And the biggest thing, and I made this 
the analogy earlier on Twitter is so we got so on this podcast we'll talk about the Taysom extension we'll talk about Deontay Harris missing three going miss three games which we knew was coming um, which is going to make the worst offense in the league even worse uh, is you have Taysom they pay him this extension where it's like this hybrid playmaker you know quarterback extension whatever instance blah 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 he's full on the injury report on his foot for the week he's full but he's just only serving in like an emergency backup role i don't know if he has plantar fasciitis i I don't know why but it reminded me of that whole thing where like two was thumb like he 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 could play but like we just gonna start Jacoby Brissett, and then Jacoby Brissett got hurt, and then Tua came out and looked okay. So it's like, why was he playing to begin? Man, I don't. It's just weird. It's weird. Well, the Saints lying. <laughs> Come on, they just lying. They lying about the injury report. Um, for whatever reason, either lying about the injury report. Or they're they're lying about what's happening behind the scenes. Like maybe Taysom doesn't. Maybe Taysom like, look, bro, I didn't had two concussions. I I'm not about to go out there and play fullback and tell you. I ain't gonna do it. You know and what I'm saying? And that's what I thought it was initially. I, I, and if it was that, I don't got no problem with it. Like, but like it's it's just I don't know, man. Something but then you pay him. But then you then you extend him. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know, don't man. Know. Like I used to beef with the like the NFL Twitter that be at Taysom Neck. Like they got on my nerves before, but this time with that extension, I that threw me for a loop. Well, I just don't I don't get rat- it. I don't get it. The rationale behind it was he was gonna I, like I believe he was gonna have like seven eight you, million. Right. They wanted to clear some of that cap space. Cap I, It's like this dude gonna be to me like damn there's sixty million on the low end, like even if he doesn't like achieve to be a quarterback, or whatever, he's gonna be the made like fifty some million with the Saints. And I'm just like, who are y'all competing against? Like, what other <laughs> team is like? Like, we gotta have Taysom. Like, who are you competing? If it was, it was that, okay, I understand. But it's like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I, and it's no hate against Taysom Hill. I love Taysom Hill, man. Like, I wanted him to be in this game. I wanted him to bring the spark and all that stuff. And he should be paid whatever. He, I mean, shout out to him. Like, he's getting. Bank, and shout out to him for getting that. But it's just as, just like as an undraft, as an undrafted free agent, like yeah. he, it's just something. Something feels amiss. Is the yeah, best we sit here we're like wondering, like, damn, we couldn't keep Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, like, <laughs> bro, like, we soon, couldn't as, keep him on the team. You know, what I'm as, as soon as the Taysom extension happened, I quote tweeted Adam Adam Schefter, and I said. Oh, we could do this now, but like when Odell was a free eight, like we couldn't clear we couldn't right. clear this money to claim him. A couple of million, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It's just confusing to me. I don't know. And what's then the vision? we've been talking about it for months. What's the what, vision? What's the vision? So so now we're just gonna talk about the, just the state state of the Saints. Like Mike Triplett tweeted today, like Sean Payton basically was like respectfully, like I'm just not gonna answer questions, bro. Your team is five and six right now with the 13th overall pick in the draft. I'll be the first one to like list out a laundry list of injury reports, you know, and injuries have decimated the team. I, I get that. Like you just can't compete 
uh-huh. at that level in the NFL with, with a number of hits that they've taken. But some of the decisions and some of the coaching has I'm 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 Sean's a good coach, Sean's a great coach. I'm not trying to say replace him. I'm not trying to kick him out the door. No, but not at all. Not, not at all. But like on the flip side, and just in terms of being accountable and just responsibility, like we gotta, gotta for, be be more contrite, man. You know on, what man. I'm saying? Just be contrite. Like, look, you know, we was coming into this season. You know, we knew it was gonna be, you know, a big transition. You know, to, you know, changing quarterbacks and stuff like that. Got bit with the injury bug. You know, uh, but you know, a lot of decisions we made, uh, coaching wise. Uh, some of the, you know, we need to do better. We need to do better coaching wise. We haven't done this, done, but done that. A lot of the things that happen on the field are coaching related. It's not even player related, but just like dudes not doing the right thing. Where's the, where's the, where's the creativity? You know what I'm mm. saying? Where's, I'm just not seeing it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what pissed me off with Sean. Like we are, like, they are here trying to run like a, a Drew Brees face offense. Right. <laughs> like it's third and, third and 16 and, Trevor Simeon dropping back. It's like, what's what are we doing here? Like this dude, dude not built for that, man. You know? And also, it's also I'm not saying this was the time to do it, right? But you drafted a quarterback in the fourth round, bro. Man. Like, he's been inactive more often than not. And you know, when Jameis and Taysom were healthy, like that was one thing, but like Taysom is like and a break, like break the case, case in emergency quarterback right now. Can Ian Book not? And I wasn't even an Ian Book fan. Like I did not like him no, as a prospect, no, bro. No, but at this point, something in the preseason. Though, and I was like, oh okay. But at you this know. point, like, can we just? I'm not saying maybe start him, but like maybe if they lose one more game, shit, see what you got. Like what? What is there to lose? I don't know. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot of uncertainty. You know, they like I said, they got the 13th overall pick right now where they are in the draft. They're not, they're not in the playoffs anymore. And, you know, with this offense, you know, big, you know, finding Nemo, hurt. Uh, Ramchak, hurt. Who first? High first round pick, hurt. Like the list is just extensive. AK. Deontay Harris about to be suspended. Suspended, gone. AK, hurt. Mark Ingram. Hurt. Like, <laughs> and then this receiving this receiving group, and you about to remove De- Deontay Harris from it? And, and, and the thing with this receiving group is like, is there's no? I'm not seeing any major improvement. Like, nope. if you look at the New England Patriots, you know they're just like us. They, had, I know they, you know they got the tight ends and shit, but you know their their wide receivers are starting to show a little something. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Not great, but you know, starting to show a little game to him. But it's just I'm not seeing it. But the guys they too. Then it's so now it's like, what the fuck were y'all seeing when Sean Payton stood up there in August? Uh-uh. Like, I love our wide receiver room. Like, uh-uh. what were you thinking? Like, what Sean Payton? I want to know what were you seeing on film that made you think? Because weeks later, you looking through the fucking waiver wire, taking you know, picking steals, you bringing in guys like Kevin White. So obviously, that was a poor self scouting situation. Oh, own up it, to that shit. Like own up to it. You know what I'm saying? They just, I don't, I don't know. It goes, it goes back to the hubris, bruh. Like, 
and like you said, it's just about being contrite, but if the hubris was like, my system's so good, I think I can make, it, it can work with anyone. Well, now that it's been exposed that it can't, the smart thing to be, be to say, you know what? I fucked up. <laughs> Period. And, and I would take that. Like, I, because <laughs> we all do that, you know? But, <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, I'm we're not going to beat dead horses, go go back about missed draft picks or, you know, not taking receivers. But I, I didn't really pay attention to Reese on the Thursday night game. I didn't either. <laughs> because he just, whatever. I mean, speak it, let's, let's, can we talk about another self guiding well? Andres Pete going to be the highest paid saint next year? Highest paid, man. <laughs> when, uh, when they knew, they knew his injury history before they paid that man. Injury, and it's like, I can see, like, oh, he's injured, but when he played, like, Teron Umstead is like, oh, he injured, but when he plays, the, the, you know the, what I'm saying? The the risk and the reward is justifiable. But Peter's like, what the fuck? It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, man. And then you, they could lose Marcus Williams this offseason. He hadn't, he didn't have a great game against the Bills. He did not. I don't think they will though, bro. I I, I think. Even if they have to, to tag him again, I, I, I can't see him. They might I can't, have to. They might have to tag him again. I can't see them losing him. I can't see them losing him. Uh, um, so I guess a, a very loaded question is how, how do you – what can be done to fix the team? I mean, we you know, what can be done to fix the team? They go in. They go in, in next Thursday, face Dallas, who's going to skid themselves. Probably be a Dallas team without Zeke. I still think Dallas is are going to wax the Saints, bro. Uh, but the question still remains. You know, Ryan is the GM of the Saints. How would you fix them? Like, where would you start? I mean, first of all, I don't. I haven't done like a real deep analysis of the cap, but you know, I try to lose any dead weight that I can, um, which is hard with, with the way we do contracts because pretty much anybody we let go that's worth it is going to cost some dead money. Pete, Cam Jordan, you know, Michael Thomas trade, whatever. It's going, it's going to hit the pockets. So you know, you got to be careful. But I try to try to cut as much day with it as I can. I would really take a hard look at the rookies and not just rookies, but the players you've drafted the past couple of years. And really ask yourself, like, is this a good player? Like, really, really motherfucking analyze them relative to the rest of the league. You know, is this a good player? Um, you know, do we do we need, you know, is Dewan Johnson the guy? Is Lil Jordan Humphrey? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be real. Right. And lose the dead weight that you can. And just, you know, attack the off season, man. Attack the draft. Be smart about it. Um, obviously, the big gorilla, you know, 800-pound gorilla is the quarterback, which is, you know, we don't know. I, I really I really don't know how you, how you attack that because it's so crucial, bro. Like, 
you know, one of the I tweeted about it, like one of the big questions was like who made who? Like was Sean Payton made Drew Brees? Or did Drew Brees made Sean Payton? I was always like, oh, look, it's a perfect marriage. Perfect marriage. I think it's leading a little more Drew Brees phrase, just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 5, 45%, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like just you know what Drew Brees brought to the table allowed Sean Payton to really elevate his game and really draw stuff up because we can't do simple shit right now, bro. We can't do the simple things. And it was so interesting. Drew was calling that game. Like, yeah, he was, (laughs) was, Drew was fed up, bro. (laughs) Bro, fed up. I'm so glad he brought up how, you know, Simeon does not move in the pocket because it's like, you're not helping your tackles at all, bro. At all, bro. At all. Like, bro, just like there's a whole phone booth in front of you. Slide up in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, slide up in there. But you got Drew Brees was an elite quarterback for a decade plus. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to go get one. You got to get an elite quarterback or somebody close to it. You know, whether it's Jameis, whether it's Russell Wilson, and Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm throwing Jimmy out there because, you know, went to, uh, you know, you know, uh, Sean Payton's college. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. You know, know, it was funny because Patrick Claiborne on Twitter, like, he, for some reason, thinks it's like, foregone conclusion that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be as a quarterback of the Browns next season. <laughs> it makes sense, too. <laughs> it, and we, one thing's for sure, right? We know Jimmy, Jimmy G is not going to be the quarterback of the 49ers next season. There's just no, it's just, it's just not going to happen. There's no, there's no way. Um, oh, man. <laughs> like, I just, like, if, if that's, if, I, if I'm, if I'm in the chair, right? You got Jameis, you got Taysom. If you can't get a Russell Wilson, if you can't get an Aaron Rodgers, and I, I don't, I, and I don't think you would be able to. I just don't. I'm, I'm of the mind of build up yes. the team in other areas, right? So if yes. it was me, I, I would not reach. I would not reach. If there's no quarterback in this draft that you're you're in love with i mean in love like you gotta be in love with him. and uh, you know we don't know but like early indication is that this quarterback class is pretty weak but i mean that hasn't really stopped teams in the past no from reaching on quarterbacks and talking themselves into guys can't you can't allow yourself to talk to talk yourself into a quarterback so if there's no no person in this draft because right, right now they pick a 13th, bro, and that, that pick might even get higher. Yeah. Um, I think what you do, you don't reach for a quarterback. You take – it has to be offense. It has to be offense, and it, it, it does not need to be offensive line. Word of God, Ryan, even though I'm not going to watch nobody, if they pick a fucking offensive lineman, top 12, we <laughs> will come to blows. So, but, what, was, but what if they let what if they let Teron go? You you kick Ram to the left and you let put him in the hearse stay at right tackle and Ooh, you fucking 
Figure it out. Bro. Struggling no Paul Hurst was, well, was struggling on that right. I would so Hurst has shown to like he is decent at left tackle. He's supposed to be like pretty dang good at guard. Like at least seems to be a better guard than Pete. Uh-huh. Um so he has versatility. Like, is it is it best case scenario to probably hang your hang your hat on Hurst? Probably no. not, but I, I think you just you have to go get a weapon. I think you if you if you run it back with Taysom or Jameis, I think you go draft the Chris Olave. That's that's just an example of a player that I know is good. I expect to be good in the pros. He would fit everything the Saints would want him to do. He would go he goes to Ohio State. He checks off all the boxes. As an example, I don't want people wearing oh, but what about Roger Fox from Timbuktu? I don't fucking know. I'm not watching these dudes this year. I'm not. So let's let's just say they, they they draft Chris Olave, you have a healthy Michael Thomas, you 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 have Jameis or Taysom, whatever. You have AK, you have Mark Ingram, like you might take some hits around the you know on defense. I think you got to let I think you got to let Cam Jordan go. Like I know he shows some some flashes here and there. He you know he caused that second interception with the pressure. But I just think he, I think at this point you just gotta you just gotta just you just gotta let him go, bro. You know so the the defense you know, might take some hits, but I think if you have a team that has that kind of nucleus, you could still build your team up around while you're waiting for whatever that next quarterback domino is going to be. That's, that's what I would do. Like, obviously, but if you ask me, like, would you give up three first round picks for Russell Wilson? I'd say, uh, fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy. That's on the table, yeah. Hell yeah. Easy. And I don't, if you're like, oh, but it's three first-round picks, I'd be like, oh, but have you seen our first-round pick lately, though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you mean Peyton Turner, uh, Caesar Weeze, and fucking, Mark, I don't know. Marcus Davenport? Yeah, Davenport, uh, Sheldon Rankins or some shit. Like, yes. <laughs> Make them for Russell Wilson. Yes. Yes. And twice yes, on yes, Sunday. Yes. Yes. So, time. so I, I don't. That's why I, I keep I keep telling Saints fans, like, you, you tune into the Seahawks games, bro. The Seahawks keep dropping. Yeah. I, I, it, it's, it's things are going to get uncomfortable really quickly in Seattle, and I don't know. Pete Carroll's always been a snake, and when situations aren't going right, Pete just dip, bro. <laughs> Pete's like, oh. oh. No nah, man, he's like damn near like Joe Biden age, bro. Like, he's, like could, he's in his seventies, bro. Dip out, yeah. He could dip out. He could just dip out. Like that, nah, I'm done. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man. This is the Seahawks situation is the same thing. Just keep your eye on it because I just find it like it's it'll be it. That whole situation is, is interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but it's just I don't know, man. That's how I would handle it. But the big thing that this team needs to do is self-scouting. Yeah. It, it has bitten them in the butt recently so often. The P contract, the, the fate. And here, and here it goes back to – if we wanted to go back to, to male practice as an organizational male practice, let's, let's go back to this, to this offseason, bro, right? You knew, you knew Mike. You know, you knew Mike Thomas wasn't calling me back and was ghosting you. 
I don't know when the team found out about the Deontay Harris situation with the DUI, but at some point, I mean, that happened what July? I think so. Maybe we found out about it July. July. We don't like when the team knew. We don't know. So you, so just with that piece of information, your number one's out. Your, I mean, now pseudo number one now, but like at the time, like wide receiver three, blah blah. You knew he was going to potentially miss three games, and they still didn't do shit for nah, wide receivers, bro. Nah, bro, Hubers, bro, like that is that is strong, man. That is wild. Like that is so male. Pra- like you're doing the team a disservice, and like, can you imagine how upset Curtis Johnson is every time he got to go to work, bro? Bro, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, better talent at Tulane. <laughs> I know Curtis being Curtis being in the wide receiver room is disgusting, bro. Disgusting, man. This is dumps, bro. Uh, and then uh, a good, per- perfect perfect question for you. Speaking of the state of the team, right? If you're the GM of the Saints, what do you do? What do you do with Traquan this offseason? Oh man, that's one of the ones I just move on. Like I'm not paying Traquan. I like Traquan too. I like of all like of most of Saints Twitter. I'm one of the people that like Traquan. Yeah, it's like, it's I, funny because like I, I bring him back on like a PJ Williams type contract or something like that. But like I'm not paying him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because he's like the mirror version of PJ Williams to me. Like he's the <laughs> offensive version of PJ Williams. Like he has a certain set of skills. That's a perfect example. Are, you know, that are valuable, but it's like how valuable? I wouldn't pay him like eight million or nothing. But, Ooh, you know, nigga, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, but he won't come back for three, you know, three, you know, some incentives and shit like that. Let's go. I mean, and I don't think there's gonna. I mean, it's, nah, who knows? Like some team is stupid. Man, I, I can see a team like the Lions paying big money. Pay him ten million, fucking. Like, I mean, they, go ahead, like knock yourself out. Um, but I, I mean, I think we hit on it just because you know I asked, I asked after the the last the last loss to uh to the Eagles, like fuck, how, like you know we traced it back, like how 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 did we get here? Like how did the Saints get here? Um, <laughs> and now we're looking at like how do you improve it? Like to me, to me, I think you try to take the Denver approach, right? And Denver is a a weird, because Denver in theory, we already, we have a team on defense that Denver thought they had on defense coming into the season. Right, right, right. right, I've said this on the pod. Um, Offensively, the pieces that Denver has offensively, Melvin Gordon, you know, Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, they they locked up Tim Patrick. Brad, can you tell me why? Like when the Mike Thomas injury happened, and at the time Denver had Cortland Sutton, Jerry mm-hmm. Judy, uh, KJ Hamler, and like Tim Patrick was like the wide receiver four. Yeah. Like you, they, they, the Saints they couldn't call. call Denver and say, "Hey, you give me a fourth for Tim Patrick." Like a fourth. Like, oh, man, we got Marquez Callaway. <laughs> <laughs> so the, you know, Denver had they they just they just locked up. Tim Patrick, they locked up Court and Sutton, you know, Sutton. 
off, you know, the offensive line in Denver ain't that great. But like in terms of like pieces on offense, besides offensive line and the quarterback play with Teddy's up and down, they have what you want functionally as an offense. So it's just getting that final piece, getting that, you know, that franchise quarterback. Denver fucked themselves up because they had an opportunity to do that with Justin Fields. Um, They said, let let me draft the cornerback instead. Can we also talk about, just real quick, and I was thinking about this earlier when I, you know, a couple of days ago when I found out that the Saints have the 13th pick in the draft now. Could you imagine if they would have traded, like, a future first-round pick to move up for a quarterback in the draft, bro? Oh, man. Like a top 13 pick. And we had like JC Horner or Patrick Sertan. Oh. oh man. Like if it would have been Mac Jones, it'd be like, okay. Yeah. You take it, you know, you take your hit, whatever, but yeah, like a cornerback, that would have been like fuck. Because that would have just been stupid. It's just been stupid. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But it's like uh dumb. Um but I think I think in terms of just how to build the team, how to get out this mess, like add piece, add pieces everywhere else. Try to build, build a, a strong ass team, bigger strong team, strong ass team, man. Like offensively, to, go get another running back. Go get a stud running back to go with AK. They should have like done John, that last year. Like Jonathan Taylor. Like Jonathan Taylor, man. Like <laughs> go get a stud running back, man. <laughs> Sean loved. <laughs> I think it all goes back to the question I was asking, man, on the last episode. Like, who is controlling the draft room? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. We, I, I know we ain't sleuths. I know we not media, but I need Catherine Terrell. I need Mike Triplett. I need somebody, like, figuring out when it – because there's been new these, – these drafts lately. You missed on Mahomes. Turn Peyton Turner, Cesar Ruiz, like seriously? We need to have a conversation, bro. We need to have a conversation about it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like I, I, I'm not saying like I'm not putting I'm not putting his career, you know, RIP in his career already. But like Peyton Turner pick looking. I mean, right now. Ain't you know we can do. He got time, you know what I'm saying? He got time to turn it around. He's not going yeah. anywhere. But that's either but that's either Reese pick was just dreadful. Oh. Dreadful. And you know what's gonna happen, bro? They're gonna get Jeff Ireland out of here. I feel it coming, bro. I feel it coming. Pace, bro. Ryan Pace coming oh. home. <laughs> oh. I can see the press conference. Ryan Pace was born and bred here. <laughs> came up as a Came up as a uh, you know a, a intern with the team, built himself up, had you know multiple playoff appearances with the Chicago Bears as a general manager, made know. tough decisions. That's it, bro. I guarantee it is going to happen because they don't operate out like they don't operate outside their little good old boy network. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's they don't really, bro. They really don't. It's all about who they know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm with yeah, I used to hang out with him. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it, it, Ireland could be the fall guy. I, it's if, funny. If, if this thing it, goes really bad, it could, he'll be the fall guy. It's funny you bring him up because I was thinking I I I, I was thinking something similar. I got I could see like Jeff Ireland not being on the team if you know if it continues to 
to go the way it's going. And I don't know. Like I said, we don't know who's making the decision, so I don't know. You know, because I mean, among, with all the bad, there has been some good. Pete Werner, oh, yeah. as much as as much as we dog Pete Werner, he's a good fucking linebacker. He is man. He's a good he goddamn is. run. He's a good goddamn run defending linebacker, man. Like he should be in there more than Quine, even though Quine makes his splashy plays here and there. You know, Pete Werner is like the glue. Uh, yes, I, the he is. We we don't we. We're gonna see him for sure. Blo- I think you know blossom as a player. Then there's Zach Byrne. <laughs> oh, nigga, bro, making you, big you... hits on special teams, but it's, like, <laughs> it's making big hits. Bro, you know shit's bad when Captain Terrell. I, I think she had mentioned she had sent a tweet to uh, John Hendricks and was just like asking. Like, how many defensive ends got to – the Saints got to be down for the, you know, the, the coaches out to put him in? We can't ask him that question. I mean, that dude is a downhill man. Like, can we just get him downhill? Like, can we do that? Just coming downhill. <laughs> got to ask – just don't do much else. Just come downhill and wreck shit. That's all I want And it, it doesn't – it make no sense, especially when you're going against a quarterback – like Josh Allen, like just put right. that man in, in a two two point stance, and just I can't, bro. <laughs> this, I feel like this is like what's the vision part two, bro? I just I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Like put like I said, put the entire 2020 draft class just just punt it to the sun. Just punt it to the sun, bro. I don't I don't want anything to do with it. It's, things are things are dark right now. Um, I mean, dark to a degree. But yeah, let's let's look. Let's not be. I'm, I really, I didn't want to be overly cynical on this one because you know, Saints fans, we, we hurting out you. I looked at the tweets past couple of days, fire Sean Payton and all the like. You know, uh, that's that's, we, we that's hurt too far. That's too far. It's cold out there, Ray. It's cold out there, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's cold out there. I I, I, I said fuck Sean Payton today. I was like fuck him, but it wasn't like fire him. It was just like boy, fuck you. You know, just because he's getting on my nerves. Yeah, I don't want to fire the dude, but he does need to kind of sit back. He needs to approach it kind of like he did in 2006. You know, if it's re- if you read his little book, you know they really looked at everything from how they sell tickets to equipment to you know training room, coaching, everything. They analyzed everything, reevaluated what they're doing. They did that a couple of years ago. Brought in some new assistant mm-hmm. coaches and stuff like that. You gotta keep reevaluating that shit. Reevaluate what you're doing, how the league is changing. You know, can't get, can't get comfortable, bro. Can't get comfortable. 25, 45% of the quarterbacks, probably more than that, are running quarterbacks. You got to, you, you know, maybe having a big, you know, 6'8, 280 pound defensive line ain't the move. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, and maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know the football thing. Like they just had to. They have to evaluate all that stuff. They need to evaluate wide receiver position. You don't have Drew Brees. You don't have the most accurate quarterback to play the game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need some big guys outside. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need some swifty guys in the middle, or maybe you know, like you got to really analyze how you are scouting these players. You can't scout them with the mindset of they're going to be playing with Drew Brees. You got right. to scout 
thinking like, they're going to be playing with who, the, who knows who the fuck going to be playing. That's well, even be- right, it, it's, it's not even scouting them like with the quarterback. It's just scouting them like it. Like, is it, it good? Is it good? That's it, bro. <laughs> is it good? Can they attack the ball in the air? Can they run precise routes? For example, thing, go ahead. Like you think that you said, can they run pre- precise routes? And I, when I think of that, I think of you know talking about the Reese pick. You know, you had you had a T Higgins, who not not the belt route runner, but just was kind of like a dog, right? Like uh-huh. you know, you you put it up there, he go get it, he make plays on the field, like he he. There, some like I, I say this, I say it so often. I tweet it. Some players, when you watch them in college, are just easy eval. Like you know what they are, and when you listen to Sean, you know, say that you know Devonte Smith was the number one wide receiver on their board this last draft. It's like yo, like number one, like Jamar Chase, like Jalen Waddle, like he was yeah. number one. But if you, you know, go back and think, like, what does Sean value? What does Sean, you know, it's, it's route running. So exactly. it's kind of retooling, like, a, a, as much as route running is essential and Sean loves it and all that, maybe you just need some dogs, bro. That's it. Well, and that's the flip side of what I was talking about. I mean, I talked about it this offseason is one of the issues that the Saints is going to have is, Drew Brees had his own playbook, mm. and he talked about it on the broadcast. He called it the secret sauce. Like there are certain things that oh, they do within the oh, playbook on the two per, two point conversion that they've missed. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and it, that's I was so happy you said that because there are just certain things within the playbook that they expect to happen, and you gotta be fucking savants at the. You know, you asking, you know, Juwan Jameson, you, you know. Savants, bro. You just can't do that, man. And that's like, if you go back to last season when Emmanuel Sanders was on the team. Like, remember when Mike Thomas was getting mad? Like, when Mike Thomas was getting mad at him because he didn't know where to line up. Like, exactly. Emmanuel Sanders is a good to, and has been a great route receiver in the league. Playing like, with Peyton Manning and everything, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. So okay, you don't have the players to do that. Let's kind of, I ain't going to say dumb things down, but let's try to figure out some things that just work. <laughs> you know, some little stick routes. So, like, some shit that just work. But at the same time, you got to have athletes to do that. And we, we don't we don't have the dogs, man. Don't have That's the it. dogs. No no dogs, bro. I mean, it, it, it sounds so simple, but, like, the only dog that we had like, put off the surgery. <laughs> you know, and he, right. you know, whatever you want to say. That? How you approach uh, Mike Thomas, bro? Like, I, 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 for me personally, I'm going like the uh, fire fest, old boy Firefest. Like, like say, bro, <laughs> we need you here. What do you want? You know what I'm saying? We going to do it. Like, Sean got to just get on his knees, whatever he got to do, bro. <laughs> I would approach like, it in this sense of let's and and I'm 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 kind of just keeping the mindset that it's going to be Jameis, it's going to be Taysom or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know I, it just it would it'd be so wild for the Saints to get like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. But so with that mindset of it's going to be them, I just 
get get Mike a running mate, bro. Mm-hmm. Get him a running mate. Go get Chris Olave, whoever, wh- whoever. Get him a solid number two. Have have it be Mike. Have it be this rookie wide receiver that's talented. And then I don't know. I don't know how you would do it. I really don't because we we know the cap woes. They're gonna be sixty million over the cap before you know fucking free agency even starts. So they got they gotta start cutting and and figuring that shit out. But everything this off season, besides maybe tag you know tagging Marcus and maybe hopefully extending him if they can to avoid the tag. Everything this offseason needs to be about offense, bro. I agree. Every fucking thing. I attack the offense. And, the, you know, the defense might take a step back because of it, but I'd still do it. You, you have to. Like, you you, you got to. Like, I know you probably – you're going to probably lose – it'll be interesting to see and fascinating to see what they do with Tehran. Like, that's going to be so fascinating to me. But I think I think with their cap situation, I know he's on the cap for, like, $9 million or something. Even he's not on the team last year. I just think you just got to bite that bullet and just let him go. Um, but everything got to be offense. You 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 got to retool, and you got to retool because like what we see now, like this Sean Payton team. Like I was watching that Bills game, and I was just like, ooh, like this is bad. Like this is gross. Gross, bad man. That's how I would every like every draft pick, every draft pick offense. I won't. Tight ends, draft multiple robbers. Don't get just don't get just one. Get get multiple robbers. Get multiple two tight receivers, two tight ends, a running back, a, a, a guard. If you like, spread that shit out. But it needs to be offense heavy. You know the off. Like here's the thing. Like there, this up upcoming wide receiver free agency class is gonna be, bro. Like I I don't I don't. It's gonna like they're gonna. I don't see the Bears keeping Allen Robinson. I know the Saints don't got money to to sign Allen Robinson or whatever. Give me, like, give me, you know, Allen Robinson. Robinson. Give me Mike Williams. Um, so many, <laughs> bro. Let me let me let me ask you this one, bro. Because <laughs> he he is the most frustrated player to leave. Well, but he might, but he might be in their price range. You only signed a one-year contract in Miami, bro. What you gonna do with Will Fuller? <laughs> I bring him in, man. Like, but you just gotta know what you get. Yes, you gotta know. You can't go in there. You're not getting 17 games out of Miami. <laughs> you just not. You just not. You know. not doing it, bro. Not do. <laughs> so I bring him in. Knowing you got Deontay Harris, you know what I'm saying. You ain't gonna get 17 out of him either. You know what I'm saying. But just bring him. Have just a couple deep threats. You got a couple deep threats. On your roster, you know what I'm saying? And and, and you and you threaten like no one's scared of this offense right now, bro. No Nobody, one. Nobody, bro. Nobody. They're not. They're not disguising formations. <laughs> None of that, bro. It's like too deep. You know what I'm saying? Three linebackers. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <sighs> it's, it's 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 despicable. Like no flea fickers, no jet sweeps. Nothing, man. It's just like, oh, it's just like, what are we doing here? It's tough, man. It's tough. But Cowboys, you know, we'll, I guess we'll try to do a preview show. Um, and we, so when we watch the Cowboys, bro, we gonna we gonna see everything we don't got on offense. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> 
Well, I mean, we'll see. They they banged up. CD Lamb banged up. He'd probably be back though. Nah, bro. That that, that um, concussion. Right, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper banged up. He'd probably be back though. You know, Amari Cooper got got COVID. He gonna take the the horse the horse medicine. Be fine. Uh, CD Lamb got a Zeke. concussion. The only one I the only one I don't expect to play is Zeke. So it's fine. Yeah. Tony Tony Pollard going going. I will will say this. We'll get to it when we cover them. But I I like if the defense – if the defense ain't on the field for like 40 minutes, I like our defense versus the offense. I just like the way they match up. I I, I would love it more with C.D. Deuce. If C.D. Deuce could play, I'd love it a little more. But uh, even even without him, I like the way we match up. Because you could man up and think about – think about uh, Mike McCarthy. I mean, he don't, you know, I mean, I know you got the little, you know, my boy, my boy doing the uh, offensive coordinator, but. Oh, Kellen Moore. They don't, Kellen Moore, but they don't do much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you man up against them, you can cover them. Like, there's not a lot of trickery there. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So, Dallas if you can man them up, you can do it. Dallas is a lot of, our, our players are better than your players, and you can't stop it. Right, exactly. But we'll, we'll talk about that more, but I'm, I am glad we were able to get get on this you know this did a lengthy episode but the way the saints been playing recently and the the, the state, of, uh, state of the saints it needed to be lengthy um so um, these niggas really killing our listenership right now but um it is what it is I, I said it as soon as that game was over i knew that tampa bay game was the pinnacle niggas ain't won a single game since bro i do it i do it <laughs> I was like, this is it. <laughs> this this is it. Um but again, I just wanna wanna thank everyone in Saints Twitter who reached out on Twitter uh and gave condolences uh for my mom passing. I greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, it's, it's a tough time right now for for our family, but we pushing through, we you know, we getting through uh best we can. Um but don't, you know. At the end of the day, what I what I do, what I, I, I echo on this podcast, at the end of the day, it's all football, right? This it's all a game, it's all football. Uh-huh. Um, but this game has brought us together as fans tremendously greatly. Yeah, man. Um only reason I know your ass, nigga. That's it. And now now we now we do a podcast where like people in the UK listen to us. Like, <laughs> yeah, like how fucking wild is that? So don't take this stuff too seriously. At the end of the day, it's just about spending time with your friends, your family, your loved ones, because this ain't no dress rehearsal, man. This is all we got. So enjoy it. Um, hopefully those Bills fans who were terrified to come into New Orleans got back to Buffalo <laughs> safely. Oh, they had a good time, man. Uh, hey, you know what? I, I, I ain't even, I'm not even mad, bro. Oh, I like, no. I like to see that. I love to see that. And maybe it's because it's Bills fans and they, you know, they've historically had their struggles or whatever, but I, I'm glad they came down. I saw a lot of videos. They just had a blast. You know, they won the game, got to beat the Saints. Man, that was just a good-ass time, bro. Just, you know, imagine living in Buffalo, fucking Buffalo, New York. You come down South New Orleans, have you a good-ass time, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to them, man. No, but but the tweets about them being nervous about going outside. Nervous. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> like they, stay, they was... stay on Bourbon Street. Don't leave Bourbon. Like... <laughs> they, they had like a buddy system, bro. <laughs> Hey like, man, get off Bourbon Street. No, don't stay on. Please, Bourbon Street. please. Oh. It's much but, more to go see. 
<laughs> much more. But that we're we're gonna get out of here. We'll, we'll so the Saints play next Thursday. We will do uh, a shortish preview show uh, for the Cowboys game uh, as that gets closer. If we don't do one, you know, just know that you know. Obviously, I do have some family stuff going on. I will be going back home to Texas uh, next week in terms of preparations for everything. So things are tentative. So just know we'll record when we can record and we will post episodes when we can post episodes. So again, down, subscribe, subscribe, five star, start five star review. You, you know, Ryan and I got our first like payout from as recently. <laughs> Man, I might go buy me a motherfucking I can't even get five guys with that shit. No. <laughs> Nigga, if, if you if you put what we got to, like even not split it, like you put it together, bro. <laughs> Give me a burger, bro. That's it. <laughs> you know, go go to Burger King, get you a Whopper, maybe maybe get you a small fry. <laughs> I got to pull out. I got to pull out the Burger King app. Using coupon codes, baby. <laughs> get the two for six. Um, yeah. but with that, but. I, I said that to say the, the podcast is going in the right direction. Uh, obviously, listenership has dipped a little bit with the losses, but our diehards are, will always listen to us, which we greatly appreciate. So continue to support us. You can still become a Patreon, get access to the Discord, which has great content, great conversation all the time. Uh, leave a five-star review on iTunes. With that, we're out. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.